Hi there, this is Stephanie with Recipe Archaeology. Welcome to our second episode. If you listened to our very first episode a couple of weeks ago and decided to come back, well then you get a gold star. In this episode, we talk a lot about our Patreon supporters. So in the past, we had a paid subscription feature where fans could get bonus content through Patreon and submit questions for the podcast, and then we would answer them and only those people would get to listen to it. So now that we are releasing all that archived footage into the podcast world, it is going to be made available to all of our listeners. So in this episode, we answer some questions from our Patreon supporters, and it was originally recorded in October of 2021. If you are familiar with Recipe Archaeology, you know that it's a bizarro cooking show on YouTube where we make all the weird and wacky retro recipes that make you go, hmm... If you aren't familiar with Recipe Archaeology, well then, welcome! You can visit our YouTube channel, aptly named Recipe Archaeology, and watch hundreds of videos, everything from jello chicken salad to spam pancakes. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy! Recipe Archaeologists! Lend me your ears! <laughs> Welcome. Hi, guys. Welcome to your <laughs> Patreon-only content. Woohoo! Thank you all for being here. We really appreciate you. We're so excited about being here for our October Q&A. Yes. Um, we've had some interesting submissions this week, um, or this month. This, mm-hmm. uh, so we're really excited about um, going through these questions. Always, as we know, on Recipe Archaeology, if you got a question... Tell us what it is. We would love to answer. Yeah, we will those try our best. Burning questions that you have in within the, reason within the fifteen minutes of time that we allot. Right. For the so thing. you're going to set a timer. We're going to set for fifteen minutes, and we will we will get through try and get through these questions in fifteen. Let's do it. Here we go. Okay. So Nana Wink said, "Oh hi, Nana. Hello. Thank you for submitting a question." How about your favorite cookbook era? She says oh. if she had to choose, it would be the Jello era. Cookbook era. Do okay. you have a favorite cookbook era? I well, I have a favorite cookbook to cook out of, okay. I guess, and I have a favorite cookbooks to collect. Okay. I would say. Okay. So for collecting, it has to be the sixties and seventies. Okay. Like just all those better homes and gardens. Uh, cookbooks. Just the craziness that is the TV dinner and the, you know, 50s, yeah. 60s, 70s, those are really some fun cookbooks to kind of collect and have and look through. And the pictures are great. The graphics are amazing, oh, especially getting... Oh, 70s graphics. Oh, I, I love them. love them. Yeah. So those are really fun. But then to cook out of, I think my favorite are just probably recent cookbooks. Yeah. Um, because... The techniques have changed so much. Yeah. The the now the things that we can use the the ingredients that we have in our stores are so much more vast. Oh, for sure. That for sure. You just have so much more at your disposal, and so I think right now I love to cook out of cookbooks that are um, kind of choose your own adventure. Kind oh, of situation okay. where you've got a simple yeah kind you of, you talked about that in one of our previous podcasts yeah a lot of those cookbooks are there where you've got a simple kind of ratio of something uh-huh. right here's a pie crust you can make 
But if you add sugar to it, you can make it sweet. Uh-huh. If you add savory to it, you can make it this. You uh-huh. can make it a galette. You can uh-huh. make it this or that. Uh-huh. So I like recipes that could are not just one okay. note, okay. but you could tailor to a whole bunch of other things. Okay. So I think those are my favorite cookbooks. Oh, not just like, okay. here's a recipe for a cookie. Now, tell me what else I could do with it. Ooh, How could okay. I reinvent this Ooh, recipe in okay. different You'd ways? You like to make it your own. I do. Okay. okay. I like to take that recipe and then go, I don't like that. I want to put this in it yeah. instead. Yeah. And and you guys can check out our Amazon shop. I think we listed that cookbook that specific. That You're cookbook. talking about one that's specific and it's in there. Yeah. And there's several others. I have one from the New York Times that's just a no. It's a cookbook which is full, fill, filled with no recipes. It's like a jumping off point. So it's like, hey, here's something you could make, but you could also do it with these ingredients or that ingredients. So I think the actual cookbook itself says it's a non-recipe cookbook. Oh, interesting. It's a really fun one. I'll put that, I'll link that on the Amazon store too. Yeah. Um, Because those, anything where I can take what I've got in my pantry Uh and make it work for a recipe. Yeah. Because I don't have time to go to the store and I just got home and it's seven o'clock at night. Those are the ones I like. Okay, okay. What, you, what about you? Um, as far as, I'm the same as you, as far as cookbook era, the ones that like I like to look at and think about, I would say those cookbooks that my grandmother used, like the Helen Corbett cookbook oh, yeah. from the kind of 50s, I think she published in the 50s, Julia Child. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a few others that she really were her sort of cooking Bibles. Those classic cookbooks. Super classic. Um, kind of, yeah, those sort of 50, mm-hmm. the 50s. I like that just because I like to, I like to picture my grandmother like making stuff from them. Like, you know, especially the ones that I have that are hers. Yes. And you can look through them and see the splatter marks and she's made and she like will put very good next to something. <laughs> That's true. She's like, right. it's not just good, it's very good. Yeah. I love that. And I That's just love to think funny. about, you know, and they're not super unusual recipes. No. no. They're you know, normal. They're, they're normal recipes. And, and as far as cookbooks, they're super plain. There's zero pictures. There aren't, are there? Like, you know, it's just like a novel. Child. It's yeah. just like a novel of recipes. <laughs> you don't get any kind of, like... No, no frills. No frills. No <laughs> frills. But I just love to look through them and think about her being like, hmm, I'm going to make this for this party. I'm going to make this for that. I yeah. just... I don't know. I like to... I like those. And I like, mm-hmm. like, those were her contemporaries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I have, a, I have a few of those that I really like. And then, um, as far as cooking now... I like the Ina Garten cookbooks. I have several of her cookbooks. Because, again, it's... She's the best. You just never... You always know you're going to find something good. And, and, um, you know, some of her... You know, it's not going to be super complicated, but if you want something that feels fancy, you can find it there. If you want something that's easy, you can find it there. Really tasty. Oh, yeah. So I love all the Ina Garten cookbooks. And I have to say, I love the Pioneer Woman cookbooks. You do. I love them because and they're really pretty. They are. I love her step-by-step, like, super, like, okay, dum-dum, here's how you do this. <laughs> she also has great stories And in she there has good too. stories, and, you and know, she, it's just, you can they're always... They're pretty. They're super pretty. You can always find something yummy to eat yes. in there, and... And because it's Pioneer Woman, she is, she is really using ingredients that... We have at our disposal sure. just as much as she has. Exactly. Because we are She lives probably, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and yeah. we're two hours away. I mean, she yeah. can basically 
it's she, a, anything a, she can get, we can get. Exactly, exactly. Because we're in the same state. Same state. <laughs> yes, we're in the same state. She's a meat and potatoes kind of. I mean, and she does have some fancy stuff. She does. But um, she makes everything so accessible. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. I feel like anybody, you know, can make her stuff. Can make her stuff. And her, okay. they're so pretty. They're just... They well, really sometimes are. when I'm like, dang it, Ree, your stuff is so freaking pretty. I know. When you're in like Walmart and you're <laughs> yes. like, really? Thanks, really? Pioneer Woman. Yeah. It's too pretty. Anyway, okay, so that's our answer for that, Nana. Okay, so the next question comes from Joel, and he has a three funny... Um, he's Joel, ca- Joel's like the peanut gallery over here. Joel, you made us laugh so much. Oh my gosh. Loved every single minute of it. <laughs> I know. Um, and I loved your insights into these things. So I we've know. got your questions yeah. written down. So if you guys want to hear Joel's, like read Joel's full questions, just go over to the um, Q&A submission post and read the full questions. It's amazing. It's a bit much for us to read right now because we have 15 minutes. But his first question is, do you pay Christine? <laughs> like, she's been tormented by disgusting jello molds and revolting it's loaves. True. Is she it's getting true. the share of the Patreon fortune or is she having yeah. to eat by on her teacher's salary? You know, I'm eking by right now, Joel. <laughs> I'm eking by because neither Stephanie nor I make any really money from our Patreon. We really right. use all of our Patreon money um, on groceries. to either, yeah, and to up, groceries. And upgrade our equipment. And make sure we have the right equipment. <laughs> and, um, and to pay for, and, yeah, yeah. And really, and, and just to give to charity, really. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we do. We and don't, so We don't make enough money to draw a paycheck, per se. Would we love to? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> do we? No, no, we, we don't. do not. We so, we torment ourselves for fun, for <laughs> just the enjoyment of, of torment. tormenting ourselves. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, so anyway, okay. So that's number one. Number, number one. two. Um, he doesn't know for a fact, but he feels like Christine has a potty mouth, and that is absolutely true, Joel. <laughs> yes. That is absolutely true. I say that I am a really um like I don't cuss. A lot, but I do, um, and never in the presence of children. No. Absolutely never. So between the hours of, um, I would say, 7.30 and 4 o'clock, when all the children run away from um, middle school, there would be no, um, nothing bad said. But because I am keeping it all inside between 7.30 and 4 o'clock, there just may be some extra ones that fly when I get to my car. Right. It's yeah. just... You know what? Because nothing blows off steam like a good mother effer. <laughs> you know? After a really hard day. After a really hard day. And you just don't know what else to do. And scream into your pillow. Nothing else. You get in that car and you're like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, I do have a potty mouth. Yeah. But... I try not to do it in public, and I try really hard right. not to do it on camera uh, because we do want to keep it PG thirteen. You know, this here. is a family show. This is a family this is a show. Family show, and, and we have had we have had some young viewers. Yes, but Joel, you're right. Some of the things that I keep, yeah, I keep it all. <laughs> I I keep it close to the chest when we're eating disgusting things. Right. So good job, Joel. You, yeah. You figured it out. You figured it out. It's okay. True. Oh, yeah. He says, I thought I heard she's a ch- churchgoer. Oh, and I, I am. Well, so we both go to the same church. We do. 
And he says, I don't think the church would approve, but you know what? Uh -huh. We go to a special kind of church. We go to the best church in the entire world, which is true. And um, they, they would and be fine with our potty mouths. They, they would be because be understanding. they are also having of the potty mouths. So, you know, they, they we're understand. all, we're a, we're a congregation of potty mouths <laughs> every okay. once in a while. Every now and then it's okay. And okay. God forgives. Yeah. Guess, guess what? You're right. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> God forgives us. Okay, number three, serious question. What do you consider to be peak recipe archaeology? So he's saying basically there's been times when we've had like wine jelly. We discovered mm. a very old recipe, the history behind it, some great information. Yep. And then we just have some silly, silly times like balls on picks where it's just absolute mm -hmm. absurdity. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing all this right here. Um, he says, which do you prefer? I mean, I think I have to do, uh, for me, it's got to be both. Mm -hmm. It has to be a healthy dose of, of a little bit of the craziness and a little bit of the history. I mean, I think for me, finding these cookbooks and and researching and seeing when they were put out and who put them out and, and what that happens and when we have the time to do the research that we can do. I mean, because if it was full time, we'd be doing research constantly. Oh, yeah. Trying to find out different things and doing stuff. And Heck that would, yeah. I would. We'd be giving you all sorts of backstory. Oh, man, I would be totally in for that. Yeah. But uh, when we have time, I love delving into that side of it. But I also just like doing things for fun. Oh, agreed. And I think that we err on the side of this is ridiculous and silly um, <laughs> because we like being ridiculous and silly. Yeah. Um, but it's it's same, same. I like doing the history behind it. But you're right. Like, we've got a limited amount of time to yeah. do stuff. And so we have to... When 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 it lends itself, the, the history and the research... We're great. We but love it. We also just love to kind of wing it. And uh, here we got a bunch of ingredients. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. So. I know. <laughs> and sometimes I, I kind of err on the side of, I just want to know what that tastes like. Yes. You know, like, I, I'm, I do want to know what was going on in people's minds, but I don't have a I don't have a time machine, so I just want to know what this tastes like. Like balls on pick style. I'm willing to taste anything because I want to know what it tastes like. Yeah, but were there people in the room that were like, you know what? This is going to sell. This is going to be the best thing ever. Right. We came up with this beautiful solution. Who knows? I don't know. Who I don't know. knows? Well, I know because it was horrible. I don't know. <laughs> I, I imagine a whole bunch of like just middle-aged white men at uh, like Don Draper's sitting around <laughs> in, ex in an ad agency and being like, you know what the women will love in this cookbook? They love balls on balls picks. Balls on picks. <laughs> they just want to say balls, and so that's kind of how I feel. A lot of these rest of these cookbooks went. Okay, so funny. Ruth says, "Hi, Ruth. What are your favorite no-brainer recipes to make when you just want something on the table and it has to come out of what's already in your house and and can't uh, dial no um, no DoorDash?" Oh, okay. So um, there are a few recipes that we do at home that just always come up, especially when we don't have a lot of time and, um, you know, having two um, educators in the house together, it's, you know, we get home late and after IEPs and parent-teacher conferences and other things that we're doing late at night, rehearsals and other yeah. things, you get home and you're like, oh, really? Now we have to eat? <laughs> Now you gotta fix something. Oh, okay. There is one thing that we always go back to, and it's a recipe on the New York Times website 
um, for a miso butter pasta. Okay. I cannot begin to tell you how much I love it. Okay. I do not make it as well as Jeremy makes it, mm. which is really interesting mm-hmm. to me. And all it basically is is miso yeah. and butter and um, Parmesan. Oh, that sounds delicious. And that's all it is. You mix it all together with some of the pasta water and either fettuccine or spaghetti or whatever noodle you have, and you just twirl it up together, and it is... That sounds so good. I can't even tell you. So you just need to make sure you have that miso stuff in your fridge. And we always have miso paste. That's just Mm -hmm. who we are at our house. Yeah. We just have a little thing of miso paste, and... Yeah. And, and you're you're done yeah. in two hot seconds to boil the water to get all of those ingredients together and you're done. And that really is like a pantry pasta. Yeah. Because I'll do a pantry pasta any day, but that's my favorite. Okay. It's a miso butter okay, pasta. Okay, so I So I'll 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 get you that mm, recipe. Yeah. It give is me that, Give me that link to that absolutely recipe. Absolutely fabulous. It is one of my favorite things okay. to do. Okay. So pasta same thing because we oh I always have pasta. Yep. Always, always, always. And I always have in my deep freeze some sort of like either fried, sh- um, not fried, I'm sorry, frozen shrimp mm-hmm. or um, maybe, you know, frozen fish. Oh, that's our timer. You just, but you know what? You need to finish what you were saying. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and there was a part two of Ruth's question. We can get it. Okay. Anyway, so, um, so I always have like a frozen shrimp or frozen fish in my deep freeze. I try and keep also... Um, Chicken thighs, like I buy those every single week. Yep. Like when I do my grocery start shopping, I always have chicken thighs. So if I'm feeling chicken thighs, I can just pop those in the oven with some, you know, mm-hmm. salt and pepper and whatever seasoning I want. But as far as the pasta, so what I made the other day, because I was like, oh my God, I have like two seconds to make something and I'm, you know. Everyone's hungry. Everybody's hungry. Shrimp thaws out in two hot seconds. Great to have frozen shrimp yes, in your house. Yes, because you we just you just put it in some water in your sink just and it's let thawed it. out literally in two minutes. So good. And so what I like to do is put the water to boil for I like angel hair pasta for this one, but mm-hmm. any pasta will work. I like um, and so I'll just do um, olive oil and butter, um, saute garlic and onion. Yum. Which I always have. And then um, I think this time, let's see, what did I do? I think I threw the shrimp in and then I did a, like a glug of wine. Yes. I zested a lemon yes. in there, probably sque- a little squeeze of lemon. And then I had some capers and I just chopped them up really fine. So it almost made a paste, you know, because yes. my kids won't just like take a cap- caper and eat it. But if it's part of the thing... And so fried capers are so, so good. Just like chopped, and I've always got a thing of capers in the back of my fridge. Yes. They're gonna last forever. Yes. Um, so I did that, and this time I added just like a little kind of dollop of chili crunch. Yeah, I was gonna say you could just put in a little bit of yeah. red pepper flake or something yeah. like that. So that chili crunch is my new favorite thing. So good. It's my favorite thing. I knew you you'd guys. love it. I know. I Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Chili crisp. A, a, a dollop of that, you know, like a baby spoon size. Not of, a lot. Of chili crunch. Uh, just mix all that up and then I put it, you know, like when the pasta's done, then I dump that sauce into the pasta, like the drained pasta. Add some parm. Done. And, done. And it, it's like, ooh, this is fancy. And I'm not kidding you, it takes 10 minutes. Right. That's it's so fast. That's the thing it's about so pantry fast. pasta. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just whatever you have on hand, mm-hmm. whatever you've got going on. Yeah. I've done it with anchovy butter before. <gasps> you know what? I was like, oh man, I wish I'd had anchovies, but I never have anchovies. And we always have anchovies okay. because we like 
anchovies. Yes, and you so do. And see, I don't ever get them. Mush that up in the butter yeah. and put that on salmon. Yes. Put it under the broiler really quick. And that's why the other, seconds. that's why I say I always have frozen fish is because that also thaws out fairly quickly. Yep. And I just put, same thing, I'll just kind of put butter, olive oil, salt and pepper, and whatever sort of maybe herb that I want yep. under the broiler. Whatever herbs you have. And it feels healthy. Yes. I mean, oh, that was the other thing. Um, with this one, I think I didn't have any heavy cream, so I put some half and half in there. And so suddenly it just like, it brought it Boop. up a level because you're like, oh, now this is like a fancy creamy pasta. Pantry pasta. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, Was yeah, there yeah, a second yeah. part to her <clears throat> question? <clears throat> Thank you. Excuse me. Yes. No, you're fine. What are your go-to comfort foods or drinks? Quote, unquote. Oh, then she's got like an asterisk. Look at Christine with absolutely no judgment. <laughs> Thank you for that. Appreciate that. So what is your, you can either want food or a go-to drink. You know, for food, a go-to comfort food, um, goodness, that we make, um, that's hard. I would say any kind of curry. Oh, yeah. That, to me, is like a really easy uh -huh, uh -huh. go-to comfort food. I yeah. want a curry. Yeah. And I don't know why, mm -hmm. but recently we've been making, we get these little kind of cans that are from the Asian store that are just a curry base. That's all it is. Okay. And okay. so you can use as much of that curry base as you want with a can of coconut milk mm -hmm. and yep. whatever kind exactly. of, you could use chicken, you could use fish, you could use shrimp, you could use whatever mm -hmm. you want mm -hmm. inside of that. Yeah. Adding it all in, done in two hot seconds, put it over rice yes. and you're done. Oh, that sounds so good. And it just is... It's warm and it's cozy yeah. and it's yeah. you can have it in the winter, you can have it in the summer. It doesn't, you know, it's just a it's just a curry. Yeah. And it's just really oh, nice. That sounds good. Now with a drink. I don't know. What's your what's your I when, mean, when my you come comfort, home from a long hard day? Like what is the thing you think you want to drink? Bubbles. Okay. It's always bubbles for okay. me. Okay. I like champagne. Oh, me too. And I don't even care who knows it. I know that it's supposed to be one of those things that you just have occasionally or for whatever. Fancy. No, for it's fancy not. things. No, it's not. No. I always have yeah. a bottle of bubbly. And mm -hmm. when I come to the point where I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. I don't know what it is. Like, pop mm -hmm. it. Get You know what? The best thing that ever happened was when champagne and Prosecco started making those mini bottles. They're cute as all get out. Right? Yeah. And then you can just pop one. Yeah. And, and done. All of a sudden, you feel a little bit better. Yeah. You've popped open a little bubbly. You got a little champagne flute out. Yeah. You feel like... I'll tell you what. The sound of a cork popping, in my opinion, is like the happiest sound in the world. I love it. I, I love, love it. that sound of a cork popping. I love like, it. Just is like, oh. And I, happy times ahead. I think what I love about champagne, too, is that it is... The basis for so many wonderful cocktails Ooh, yeah. that you can jump off from for mm -hmm. other things. So if you want something a little more orangey or mango or mm -hmm. cassis or anything, mm -hmm. any kind of thing you're feeling, champagne can help you get there. Mm, you okay. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like so it. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Okay. Um, I think my comfort food is soups. Oh, yeah. So, like, I love... I can make a, a chicken soup with that chicken that's already shredded from a rotisserie, like you 
already buy it, shredded from a rotisserie. Ready to go. I can make a chicken soup and it just feels so comforting. The other day, okay, I told what I did the other day, I um, had half a butternut squash and I was like, oh, I need to make something with this before mm-hmm. it kind of, you know, yeah. goes bad. And so in my instant pot, I sauteed um, onion and garlic mm-hmm. and I didn't even like chop the garlic. I just put the cloves in. Right. Sauteed that when in olive oil and butter really well. And then um, what did I do? I added um, my chopped up uh, butternut squash. It was like mm-hmm. half of a thing. Um, and then and then I think I put like maybe two cups of chicken broth, salt and pepper, and and did the high pressure for, I don't know, like eight minutes, eight or nine minutes, and then opened it up. Um, did my submersible blender. Oh, yeah. And um, added a glug of brandy. And I, I think I thinned it out with a little bit more um, chicken broth. Oh, yeah. Just to the consistency that you want. Like, do you want a thick one? Do you want a thin soup? Do you want... And you can... Use, that's what the immersion blender is yeah. so great for. If you want it more chunky, yeah. you don't have to do everything. If you yeah. want it a little bit more soupy, you can make yeah. sure that you've gotten it all done. Yeah, yeah. And so... And then I added a glug of brandy and just, you know, simmered it for a second. It was so delicious. That sounds yum. And it was... Yeah. And it With was With a little really grilled easy. cheese on the side. Oh, now I want a grilled right? cheese. Right? Grilled cheese. <gasps> grilled cheese and butternut squash soup. That yes. sounds amazing. Like a monster. <gasps> I love a monster cheese. I know. Oh, now I want grilled cheese. Now I'm feeling like grilled cheese is my... On crust. Yeah. A grilled cheese. I'll take any grilled cheese. Crusty That's, bread or just regular white bread. I take it back, curry. <laughs> now that we've been talking about all of this, I totally take back the curry and I'm going with the grilled cheese. Oh, okay. Grilled cheese and soup? Grilled cheese is the best it is especially if it's done well oh and even if you have just like a one piece of ham like that one piece of ham that's left over Mm -hmm. from nobody ate it for lunch or something put that in there put that in there i like pickles in my grilled cheese pickles bacon (laughs) oh man i can't believe i forgot about you grilled cheese grilled cheese i feel like i was like cheating on with curry and and i'm sorry you know what? Grilled cheese is a good It was grilled food. cheese. Grilled cheese is the go-to comfort delish. food. Yeah. Yeah. It is delicious. Yeah. And so many different ways you can make it. That's oh. something that is also one of those really fast. Yeah. What what are what does everyone need? Everyone yeah. needs something very quickly. Everyone's grilled getting grilled cheese. Right, you're right. Yeah. Boom 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 boom. You can make a tomato soup super quickly or a butternut squash really quickly yeah. and you're done and everybody's got food on yeah. the table. So. My um my go-to drink mm-hmm. this whole pandemic because you turned me on to that Margie's Maggie's Farm Fowler 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 Oh my gosh. So good, right? You guys, you go to your liquor store and ask them for Maggie's Farm Fowler and it's a rum that is spiced with clove and and ginger and lemon. It's oh and it's so, so Good. It's so good. And I put it with my Topo Chico twist of lime mm-hmm. and just a little bit of simple syrup. Yep. And, and if I have lime, I'll squeeze a lime in there. Oh, num, 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 num. And I don't know if I told you this, but we have made those into um, margaritas. <gasps> so with the Maggie's Farm? With the Maggie's Farm. What do you so do? So we will take the Falernum uh-huh. and the... Um, mezcal uh-huh. instead of tequila okay so we're using mezcal which is you know you can use tequila which is fine either um 
twist of lime, Topo Chico, uh-huh. um, a little bit of simple syrup, uh-huh. um, and a salted rim. <gasps> and you're done. You've made a margarita. Oh. Yeah, lime in there, a little lime juice. Yeah, and yeah. And you're done. Oh, wow. Okay. Well. Oh, we've also done it with lemon. So it's more of a lemonade yeah. than mm-hmm. a limeade yeah. thing. Sometimes I do lemon because that's what I have. Exactly. You know, usually more I have lemons. It is probably one of my favorite liqueurs that I've gotten it's, in a long time. It's delicious and Isn't it's worth it? every penny. It is. I mean, it's and a little pricey. Are you on your second bottle? Yeah, I'm on my second yeah, bottle. I, so am I. It, it, but it is worth every penny. It's yeah. so delicious. It's just when I when I mix it with the Topo Chico and a little bit of simple syrup, it doesn't even taste like a, like it just. No, it's just effort. It's not. Yeah. It's very low ABV too. Yes. If you do it that way, without the mezcal, without anything yes. else, you don't feel like you're drinking a boozy drink at all. It's not boozy yeah. no. in any no. way. Yeah. Um, and it is very comforting. I don't know. I think it'll be fine going into fall and. Oh, I definitely think so because it's got that ginger and mm-hmm. clove flavor. So I'm thinking about how we can change it into. Oh, like a warm drink. I, yeah, but I'm not sure how yet. Oh, I gotta think about T-esque that. T S kind of situation, but I'm 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 thinking I'm ruminating on it. You know, like like a uh, a hot toddy. I know, in some way, shape, or form, I think something, we can figure something. this out. Okay, okay. Well, you we've know what gone, I mean? We've gone way over our we time. We have. We've gone way because over Because that's time. what happens when we talk um, about these things. So, again, we are so just happy that you guys are on this journey with us. We love that you love um, recipes and crazy our crazy antics. And uh, we thank you for being our Patreons. And yeah. we just love you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Yes. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye.